Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313 Radical now. That's area code 313 Radical. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month. What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms. What to do when she has left the home with or without the children. What to do when you are divorced but didn't want it. Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So... Sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage. We're also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. But moreover, well, my main mission is just to keep you out of divorce court. And where marriage unchained, the art of one flesh, divorce, combat, coaching is the flavor of the day, while also helping men understand marriage and courting, not dating, in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting just is for marriage. In this 124th episode, what is a sexist marriage and what are the causes? Part two, plus live calls from you answer your marriage and crisis questions. So get in that queue for some resolution to your marriage confusion. Quote of the day, quote, to be an infallible lover, the first thing you must recognize that sex is and must always be holy. It must make you holy. It must make your beloved holy. It must lead you to him who is holy. End quote. Gregory J. Popcheck, Ph.D., book, Holy Sex. A Catholic Guide to Toe-Curling, Mind-Blowing, Infallible Loving. Bam. 
I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, for some resolution to your marriage confusion. Okay, y'all, here we go. Here we go. But first, real quick, I want to apologize for starting late, man. Technical issues, man. Internet, dude, what you going to do? Lucky I got two, three backups. <laughs> so one goes down, but it takes time to set up the other one. And you don't really know what's going on until you actually try. That's why if you saw two broadcasts today, because I started one and the other one, and it wasn't working out, so I had to stop it. And then once you stop the broadcast, you have to start a whole new thing. So thank you guys for showing up still. I really appreciate this. That shows that you are very loyal and as I am loyal to you. Um, also, the next real quick thing is starting next week, um, I'm going to, there's a, almost a 90% chance that I'm going to go three days a week for the shows. It'll be Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And uh, I think I'm going to move to 6 p.m. Eastern. The reason why is to, I don't want things to start interfering with helping my clients. And so I think this will help better. Um, and that is really, really the gist of that. So, but the replays will always still be available. So if you can't catch the show live, then you will be able to catch it um, on the replay in the evenings after the six o'clock show, um, which is what, three o'clock on the West Coast. Um, so anyway, let's get started. Let's get away from that boring stuff and let's get to the good stuff. So the good stuff is, as promised, today's radical rant, what is a sexist marriage? Reasons my wife and I are not making love anymore. Sexist marriage causes part two. And we so we covered part one yesterday. So if you missed that show, then you can always go to my um you can either go to Rumble or you can go to YouTube and or um, um you can't really go to my site to catch the, the previous day shows because um I don't put them there because I, I when I do is I put all there are all the shows like a week behind because I do them live and then I have my assistant put them up on um or the blog but they're all shaved down and that kind of stuff but if you want to see the show like yesterday and learn the rest you know get the rest of the things um from yesterday the episode from yesterday then all you have to do is go to my youtube channel catholic alpha radical and um you'll see a lot of live shows i've made up a lot of uh i've made up a lot of a uh, lot of room a lot of uh travel room since i started doing this five days a week okay so today we're going to cover part two so why the thing about it here's what i'm talking about what many don't understand is that most times a sexist marriage is thus the result of many other problems that are going on. So most people don't really realize that if you have a sexist marriage or you have intimacy problems, most of the time it's not what you think. That is not the problem. Most of the problem is the marriage is in trouble. But people don't really realize that or they refuse to see it. Doesn't really matter. It is what it is. But the main thing to understand is, you know, when I have men come to me, um, I try to get them inform them that, you know, you, you're having sexual problems, but that's just the that's just the that's the cause of the root of your marriage not going the way 
it's supposed to be. So the moral of the story is if you want better lovemaking, you got to get everything else right first because lovemaking is usually the first thing that goes when the marriage is not the way it's supposed to be. And the thing about it is Satan, Satan, he works very, very slow. So you don't even realize it sometimes. You look up, you're having, you're making love, what? We'll just say three times a week or whatever. Then it goes to two, you know, then one. Then you look like, oh, man, then you, before you look up, you ain't had sex in a month or something. So you just got to realize how this thing works. Um, the other thing is um, it's important. Intimacy is the second most important thing in our marriage. And uh, it is intimacy outside the bedroom, intimacy inside the bedroom. Those things are the second most important thing in your marriage. You have to cultivate that as a man. You cannot allow that to go because the reason it's the most sec- the most important thing, second most important thing in marriage behind prayer is because of the emotional closeness that's so valuable to your beloved wife. Okay. Um, and if we don't understand that, we, we get our priorities messed up. And one, as men, once our priorities get messed up, then everything gets kind of chaotic. Um, so after that, and without marriage <clears throat> and without intimacy, our marriage will be lackluster. Um, it can lead to a, a mediocre marriage. It can lead to worse yet in the divorce or annulment. Um, last night, I had a lady comment. No. Yeah. I had a lady comment on one, on my video talking about, um, you know, what I was saying um, was toxic and stuff. You know how people are. They they sp- they split that. They start spouting that that narrative from the world. Oh, you know, they don't even know their faith, and they're trying to tell me. You know, uh, I'm trying to help people, and first thing they do, they don't think. Oh, you're just talking toxic, and you know, how can you say that you shouldn't have a children should uh, children? You're saying children um, should be below the uh, God and the the, the shooting no. I'm saying children should be yes. She said, you're saying children should be below God and the and the and the married couple. That's crazy. You should be putting your kids to be first above everything. Then this other knucklehead dude come talking about, yeah, yeah, man. If my wife, if my wife ever thought about putting, if ever thought about putting uh my kids, uh, me above my kids, I'd divorce her. See how crazy that is? See how crazy that is? Man, if you if you make your kids God, that's why the divorce rate is the way it is. People putting their kids above God, putting above their husband, above their wife. Man, kids are not God. Kids are human persons that need direction and guidance and love. And so basically, you're telling me that I, I asked them, <laughs> I said, so you're trying to tell me your kids want to be priority number one and and have a horrible family. Uh, instead of having a mother and father together that's married in the same house going to church. So that's what you're saying. Because that's what's going to happen if you elevate your children above everybody, everything else. You know, and this is what I mean. And intimacy is the same way. People get on me because I go, well, well, no, I take that back. I don't, a lot of people don't say anything about when I say this. The intimacy is second mo- is most important thing in your marriage. But people don't like it because... When I say it, they don't under, they don't hear the first part. It's like Ephesians five, right, uh, verse twenty one or twenty two. I forgot which one. In when people say, when people say, when when the verse says, Saint Paul goes, uh, "Wives submit to your husband," right? But nobody hears the one. Is it, I think if it's right before that, right below it, that goes, 
<laughs> that goes uh, as Christ as uh, and her, um, as Christ submitted to the church and died for her. You know, like the husband must submit to Christ as Christ did to the church and die for her. But see, nobody sees that verse, do they? All they see is women submit to their husband. But nobody sees the part where God's talking, where St. Paul's talking about, yeah, she submits, but she submits to a man who is holy and is as of Christ and is willing to die for her. But see, that's what Satan does, pulls the stuff that make that twist things around. You know, and, and this is why I don't listen to people that, that that quote scripture. I don't. I never listen to people that quote scripture. You know why? Because they only know five or ten scriptures. And then what they do is every situation in the whole world <laughs> that has ever been, they use one of those five or ten scriptures to quote. That's not knowing the Bible. That's not, that's you don't know the Bible. Just because you can quote scripture does not mean you know the Bible. Okay, first of all, the Bible was made after Christ. So basically, what's more important, Christ and his church or the Bible? You, you got to kind of, you know, understand the Catholic Church knows what it's talking about. So anyway, that's why intimacy is so important. Intimacy is the second most important thing in marriage. And if you let it go, you will quickly see that you and your wife are in a mediocre marriage. It's indifferent. There's no passion. There's no fire. And then if you don't include God in that with prayer before that, you'll see everything just kind of flats from there. So what we're going to do? So real quick, we're going to uh, we're going we are going to um, we are going to de, uh, what we call it define a sexist marriage. Okay, and there are two levels. So the first level is what is a low sex marriage? So a low sex marriage is defined as you and your beloved make love an average of less than once per week. So that's that's bad. So that's bad. That means that you and your wife can't even, out of all the hours, all the minutes, <laughs> all the days in the week, you can't take one hour or two hours out to make to make love. You can't do that. Hmm. Right when you think about that logically already, you can kind of see that that does not make sense, does it? Okay. So an average of less than once per week. So then severe, severe. So the uh, the, uh, the definition of a, the second level tier is a sexist marriage is defined as making love on average of less than once per month. So that means that you and your wife, out of all the minutes, all the hours, all the days, all the weeks in a month, you can't find one hour a week. And that's a minimum to make love, to be intimate with each other, to show each other you care, to build closeness, to build a future together. That's pitiful. That's pitiful. You, we, we signed up to say that we're going to love that person forever. So what does that mean? That means we have to give ourselves to each other even when we, even when we don't want to. Even when we don't want to. That's our duty as a wife. That's our duty as a husband. It is. It is because when you start interfering in procreation, your marriage starts to go down. When you interfere in procreation, because that's the, the main reason that we are all creatures and that we are here is to send souls back to God for eternity in the beatific vision. That's why you're here. Get over it. That's why you're on this earth. <laughs> that's it. Because God didn't need to have creatures. He didn't. He was fulfilled in himself. 
He was fulfilled. The Trinity, it was, it didn't need us. So God loved us so much that he decided to make creatures. Why? So that those creatures can create other creatures to send to him to spend time in the beatific vision for eternity and share his happiness. And people are so broken that they can't even understand that little bit. He's trying to make me have all these babies. I am not a baby machine. I am not a baby machine. I am in command of my own life and my own future. Yeah, sweet. Well, you got three choices at the end of your life when you're future. Heaven, purgatory, or hell. And guess what God's going to give you? The one you asked for. And when you talk like that, you're on the side of hell. You've got to understand, if you say you love Christ, if you say you love God, then you have to be, it's the true test of that is obedience. And you're not being a baby machine. What you are being is a woman and man of holiness and love and spreading that love throughout the world and throughout time. There, we have been given the God-like, we have been given the God-like, God-like power of bringing other souls into the world. Into the, no, not into the world, into the universe. And those souls never die. The child that you had, those children that you had, those souls never die. They live forever. Sure, the body lives doesn't live forever, but the soul does. That's why those people who think that, you know, that, well, when I die, I don't have to believe in God because God's full of crap. I don't believe in God. I do whatever I want. At the end of my time, you know, I'm just going to go off to the oblivion anyway into darkness. So what difference does it make? See, that is complete ignorance. Why and, and the, the 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 rebuttal that I always have to that is if that is true, then why are we going through all this pain? Why for 100 years do we go through all this pain and suffering? It doesn't matter how much money you got or don't have, you still go through a lot of pain and suffering. What is all that for? Is it luck, bad luck, good luck? Anybody that believes in luck, that's another ignorant thing. Nothing is about luck in this universe, in this world. Nothing is about luck. It's all about the grace of God. And because if you start thinking things are luck, then that means that's an excuse to say, well, I don't have no control over nothing, right? Well, it's just bad luck, man. It's bad karma, you know. But when you, when you understand the world for what it really is, that there's a supernatural world of God, of Satan, the angels, the demons, the saints, when you understand all of that and that we're creatures and we have the opportunity to be more than creatures, to be in front of God for eternity, then the whole your whole perspective changes on the world. It just changes. It just changes. As long as the government, the powers that be, the one world government and Satan can keep you stupid and dumb and ignorant and sinful, hey, they got you. They got you. This is why they don't want us talking about the things that I talk about or a lot of, of a lot of Catholics and Orthodox Christians talk about. 
That's why they don't have us on the court steps, courthouse steps. That's why they, have, they kick you out of the schools. That's why they don't want you talking against any kind of homosexuality or transgender or or pornography or masturbation or or any all that stuff, because they don't want you. They want you to stay in. They want you to stay in yourself. They want you to stay around in yourself. Only focus on yourself. As long as you focus on self, guess who you're not focusing on? God. And if as a demon, I can get you to focus on. Anything but God, I got your soul. I got your wife's soul, and I got your kid's soul. They're easy, because once I got you as the head of the home, everybody else in the house is easy. Yep. Thank you for that one. Okay, so that is sexist marriage. So what's the solution to a sexist marriage? Well, the first, there are a lot of them, but the first thing you've got to understand is the causes of a sexist marriage. And moving to eliminate those in your in your marriage. Like I said yesterday, I had a, I have an article that this 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 show is based on. Um, it's called uh, uh, it's called the agony, the sexist marriage, the agony, the top twenty four reasons for intimacy anguish in your marriage. And if you if you want to read that article, all you got to do is put it in. Like I said yesterday, just put it in Google. It'll come right up. Come right to my site. That's a very popular article. Okay. So next. Uh, there are three parts to a sexist marriage. The, the, the part, the you know, problems that I've divided them into: the emotional, the physical, and the spiritual. Yesterday we we um, covered the the emotional problems for a sexist marriage, and today we're going to cover the part two, which is the physical problems. Okay, so that being said, we will be right back after the break, and we are going to rock this. If you're getting value, I'll be this- right back, didn't I? <laughs> we running late today, y'all, so I've got to try to run things along. So, that being said, here we are. Here we are. As I promised, again, we will cover the second category, the cause of a sexist marriage that contributes to the causes, the physical. The effects of a sexist marriage are devastating, but for a wife, it is even more so. For example, many wives are bored or resistant to the marital embrace because of a lack of longevity, which means what? When I say longevity, that means the sex session is too short. You can't be making love to your wife and y'all done in five minutes. Your wife is not, that's not her, that's her body, her soul, her mind, her heart. She ain't, that ain't happening. Sure, when you're young and you're 15 or 18 or 20 and you're married and all that kind of stuff, and you're running around like jackrabbits, maybe that might work for a minute. But even that, it, as you get older, 20, 25, 26, 30, 35, 40, 50, and says you start moving along in your marriage, you start to realize that that your wife needs more um, than just a quickie. Quickies are a waste of time. They really are. Why? Because you guys can't explore each other. You can't learn the mysteries of each other. You can't be closer and near and love and really understand what each of you needs if you're only making love 15, 20 minutes. Okay. And I don't mean foreplay. All right. Next. uh, Another thing about wives is their pain, inhibitions and trauma. You got to understand the reason I talk about the wife in the marital embrace so much is because men, we get satisfied easily and women, the sex is about women and about, about wives and about God. 
That's what it's about. Because men, we get satisfied very easily. We are fulfilled very easily in the sexual realm. Women aren't. And so the reason I bring you bring God into it is because God helps you and your wife and him when you make love come together and create a small trinity. And so you get the grace, the beautiful grace when you make love to be do the things that I just talked about, okay, about the mysteries of each other, about understanding each other, about your wife knowing that you truly love her, that you are not leaving her, that you are totally all in, okay? And so your job as a husband is to get rid of all your wife's past pains and trauma so that you can bring forth your sacred, that sacred, beautiful soul of your wife that when you present her before Christ, she is blemish free. Does that sound familiar? Yes, it is. That's Ephesians 5, verse 26, 27, something like that. Okay. Um, telling you, man, this stuff is the bomb if you really get into and understand it. Okay. Next. Um, several deep and emotional pain and built up anxiety and anger. That is what can happen to your wife. If your wife is not sexually fulfilled as a woman, she will be angry. She'll always be anxious. She will be unhappy. She will be unfulfilled. And depending on her natural personality, if your if your wife is a naturally sweet person, then she won't be as loving. If your wife is a naturally aggressive person, she will be more aggressive without being sexually fulfilled. Stop thinking like the world and start thinking like God and understanding what sex really is about. Okay? There's a reason, if you believe in God, that you got to know, okay, why did God make the woman like that? That's all you got to ask to know what I'm saying is right. If, if, if a woman could be satisfied like a man in five seconds, then we, you, I wouldn't be talking like this. Women are emotional. They are receivers. It is very important that you understand for sex, for them, it means a lot more than just a quick roll in the hay. Sure, they, they think it's fun, but most of them don't even know their own bodies. They don't, they don't. They don't even know what they need. They really don't. Sure, they'll try to tell you what they need, but they don't know. They know when they have it. They know, they know when they have it. And even then, they don't know because you as her husband can see that my wife is happy. You can see that she's fulfilled. You can see these things. This is why I teach you to observe your wife 24-7. 24-7. You might say, Danger, that's a lot of work. No, it ain't. It's not a lot of work. When you consider the alternative of a divorce and annulment and your kids and family broke up, matter of fact, that's a deal. <laughs> hey, that's a deal, right? Okay, so... Um, I mean, let me start moving along. Uh, so here we go with category two of the physical. So category two is the physical of the top uh, reasons for a sexist marriage. So number 12. So I'm going to continue on. So number 12 of category two is genital pain. Physical is a cause of a sexist marriage. Now, this is actual pain experienced upon penetration. The pain is real and not imagined. Okay, so like, especially when your wife reaches menopause, right? What'll happen is like she loses her hormones and so her clitoris, um, things around her vagina, all those things start to skin, start to thin out and start to be painful to the touch of your hand or anything like that. Um, and so there are hormone replacement therapy things that, that you can do 
um, that that your wife can do that can help her with that. Um, but a lot of women don't like taking that stuff. Um, but the main thing is, man, if your wife is actually complaining about uh, pain and stuff, you as a husband, you should really try your best to understand that and really try to help her in that area, okay? And, and be, um, what do you call it, be considerate in that area and to help her figure out. Because a lot of times women don't really know a lot of stuff. They really don't. But I think it's my job as a husband is if I love my wife, I should help her and know these things and help her find things out too not just be waiting around okay number 13 the husband has a lack of sexual stamina so this is another reason for a sexist marriage is you're able to you're um you're only as a husband you're only able to perform in short periods if at all so sexual stamina means longevity you know like um sometimes like if we eat a lot of uh we drink a lot of caffeine a lot of uh power drinks and, and stimulants and stuff like that, or we on drugs, we do drugs like cocaine and stuff like that. What happens is the heart rate rises, and then the heart rate has to rest when you take stimulants. And so if you're making love, and you've had caffeine all that day, and you're making love after five or 10 minutes or whatever, your penis goes down, that's not erectile dysfunction. That is that your your heart is at rest. So when your heart goes at rest, the heart the heart starts to beat slower. And guess what? Your penis runs on blood. And so if, the, if your heart runs slower, then that means the blood is not moving as fast. And so that causes you your erection to fall. All right. Next, uh, number fourteen, the cause of a sex of number fourteen cause of a sexual of a. Uh, Sexist marriage is the husband has a loss of his sexual hormones. So your hormones are valuable. You must learn how to hold on to them. So your hormone, all of your hormones are in your semen. And so if you lose those, you're gonna be you're not gonna be able to perform like you're supposed to. You're not gonna have, you're gonna be lethargic, you're not gonna feel your 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 gonads, you're not gonna feel yourself. And if you if you feel blah down there all the time, then that means you have a lack of hormones, and so that means that you need to learn how to keep uh, replace those and keep those up to par. Okay, uh, number fifteen, the husband has a low sex drive, so that's another reason for um, a sexist marriage. You think it's always the woman? It's not always the woman. The woman, a lot of women want to make love, even if they're in menopause, they they want to make love to their husbands, you know, but their husbands can't because he's got low sex drive. Okay, so your desire should be on demand and frequent. Your wife should never be denied or have to wait for you to be in the mood for sacred intimacy. Okay, so if you have a low sex drive, that means again that your hormones are low. That also uh, means that you know it's it's uh, harder for you to get an erection and things like that. Some men are just like that. All right, so number sixteen, no sex drive at all can cause a uh, sexist marriage for a uh, for a man and a woman. No matter if you are 18 or 108, your drive should always be present and available. People do not understand. This guy commented on my video talking about, well, what you talking about about that you should have sex at least once a week or twice a week at a minimum is not is is not true to be close with your wife. Okay, again, that's a stone cold lie. It's a stone cold lie, man. You can't. If you just understand your wife and yourself and your married life and God, you have to maintain a certain amount of emotional closeness. And when you make love, 
that is that is what that does. It's called the unity of the spouses. There's three reasons that God created marriage. One, for uh, procreation, which I've talked about today a little bit. Two is the formation and education of your children in the Catholic faith. The third reason he created uh, marriage is, is for what? The unity of the spouses. One flesh, to be as one, to create children, to be an example to the world of what marriage should and could be in greatness. So if you guys aren't making love, how are you going to have show that? If you got, because if you're not making love, yeah, you walk around, you ain't gonna want to hold hands, you ain't gonna want to talk really that much. You're not gonna show that happiness and glow that married couples show that are having great marriages. You're not gonna be intimate with each other outside the bedroom. You're not so that's gonna be inside the bedroom's gonna be worse. You know, we have to learn stop being lazy and stop giving excuses because we're old. We're not supposed to be doing stuff. That is not true. We are not supposed to be sick and, and walking around in wheelchairs and walking around with walkers and walking around in these 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 uh these um these motorized carts that you see everybody riding around in. We're not supposed to be like that. We're not. And for some dude that that doesn't know uh, Adam from Eve comes talking about, well, you know, me and my wife are in a good marriage and blah blah blah. That's a lie. You you in a marriage, but it's, it ain't good. It's mediocre. People, people misrepresent a good marriage or a great marriage with a, with a mediocre marriage. People think just because we're not having marriage problems or we're not in divorce court or we're not my wife or I don't want a divorce or separation, that we're in a pretty good marriage. That's not true. That's not true. It's not. And so we have to understand that Marriage is not meant to be like a mundane job. It's not. It's supposed to be exciting and passionate. It's supposed to be loving and caring so that our kids look at us and go, wow, that's the kind of marriage I want. I want a marriage like my mom and daddy. They just love each other so much, and they spend time together, and they love being around each other, and they go on date night, and they have great conversations, and they talk with us, and they invite us into their lives, and our whole family is just is just growing and just so prosperous in love and with God. Dude, what more could you ask for? Oh, man, you're just talking crap because my wife and me, we got a great marriage. Whoa, 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 whoa. We ain't got to have sex. That ain't true. Man, stop making excuses. People have this great thing where they love making excuses when they don't want to do something, when they want to remain lazy, when they want to remain weak. And that's men, we cannot afford to be like that anymore. That is what Satan wants us to be. Just roll over and die. Roll over and die. Is that what you want to be? If you're 50 years old, you got 50 years of life left. Do you? Is that what you want to be for 50 more years? Come on, man. I know I don't. Okay. Number 17, unable to achieve or maintain an erection, which is erectile dysfunction. Again, this is caused is self-explanatory. So, Basically, man, you've got to understand that if you have erectile dysfunction, which is what? For some reason, physically, I am unable to create or maintain an erection, which means what? I cannot make sacred love to my beloved. And the way I say around that is this. Most men that are 
um, that have erectile dysfunction have a physical ailment. They have high blood pressure or they have diabetes or they have heart problems or lung problems or kidney problems or whatever. And basically they got to take all these medications. So medications are what? Medications are toxic. Okay, they're toxic to the system. You put toxicity in your body, all of that body, that stuff gets into the blood. The blood does what? Your penis runs off blood. So guess what? The toxicity runs through your heart, through your lungs, through your kidneys, through your pancreas, you know, through your um, through, through every other organ in your body, including your sexual organs. And so what happens is you become very um, sensitive, which means you can't control yourself when you're making love, which is I talked about as a problem of, um, of um, uh, sexist, uh, sexist marriage. But erectile dysfunction, it, the thing about all of this stuff is, man, it could, be, it could be done. It could be taken care of. You know, if you have arthritis, if you have inflammation, that stuff right there can cause erectile dysfunction. And so what do guys want to do? They don't want to do the work of eating right. And if I, I'll tell, if I, every guy I talk to, oh, man, I got a good diet. You do? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, man. I eat fruit. I eat salad. I eat, I don't hardly eat no meat. I just, you know, I got to, I, I, I don't hardly eat. Man, first of all, if you're eating fruit, what is that? What is fruit full of? Sugar. Sugar causes what? Inflammation. Inflammation causes what? Pain. Pain is what? I don't want to make love because I'm in pain. Dude, you, people, we have been sold a bill of goods, gentlemen. We have been sold a bill of goods about our, even, even our, the foods we eat. The government and business people are not going to tell you, people that own McDonald's, and KFC, well, I love KFC. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, Burger King, people that sell potato chips, people that sell uh, Coke and Pepsi, they are not going to tell you don't buy my product. The government is not going to tell you that. You know why? Because that's money. They're not going to do that. That's why it's up to you to learn for your family. Listen, all my kids grew up. I'm a big dude. I'm not going to lie. I'm 280, 290, 300, something like that. I didn't forget. But I don't take no medications. I don't take anything like that. I've lost a lot, a lot of weight. Um, but my point of what I'm saying is the reason I'm not sick is because I learned how to eat. It was too late. I wish I knew this when I was a teenager, when I was a kid, when I was a young adult. I wouldn't be this big. But it is what it is. So what I'm telling you is, is these companies, it's up to us to control what we eat. You know, I go to the doctor all the time and they can't believe my wife, my wife can't believe it. And my wife ain't taking nothing either. Well, she has asthma, so she takes an inhaler. But even that is rare. Um, but I, I go to the doctor, they can't believe that I don't want to, I don't take nothing. Because it's what I eat. Because I'm not sitting there eating sugar seven days a week. Sugar is a toxic. It's toxic to your system. It's not a matter of if you're going to get sick. It's when you're going to get sick. People eat sugar three times a day, carbohydrates and sugars, which is the same thing. They eat carbohydrates and sugar and take medication seven days a week, three or four meals a day, and snacks. And you think you're not going to be sick as you grow older? Your body is very strong. 
and your body is very resilient. But eventually it will say, uh, that's enough. I can't take it no more. That's why you see skinny people die. That's why you see people, you know, uh, kids with cancer. It's, the, it's what we put in our mouth. It's not bad luck. Kids don't get cancer because it's bad luck. Kids get cancer because their mom and daddy won't feed them right. Okay? We get, we get diseases and stuff because of what we put in our mouth. It, that's the truth. If, any, if you ask a doctor to be right down straight up with you, he will tell you that. If he's any kind of doctor. He'll tell you, he'll be up, but you got to make them tell you because they are trying to have a livelihood. They want you to take the medications because, and listen, doctors, that didn't start like that. Used to be doctors really were like, you know, like uh, healthy um, naturalists trying to get you to do right, you know. But what happened is in our society today, like we can't even, like my podcast, people come in and out of my podcast for an hour. They can't stop. If I'm not saying in five seconds, if I'm not saying what they want to hear, they're out of here. So guess what? Doctors are the same way. They realized that, okay, the people ain't going to come see me if I don't give them, if I don't stop the pain right now. If I don't stop the pain like right now in 10 seconds, they're not going to come see me. They're going to go see a doctor that's going to give me what I want. So doctors, so doctors, the chemical companies, they started doing what? Making medications. So they give you the medication. The medication stops your pain in 30 minutes. And there you go. So for the rest of your life, you take medications. Look at our society. People on our phone. They on the phone. Right now, the most popular videos on, on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook are, are videos that are between 21 and 34 seconds long. You know why? Because people can't. They can't have no attention, more attention span than that. They can't have no more attention span than that. So what, what, is, what happens is business people give you what you want. A doctor is a businessman. A potato chip person is a potato, it's a businessman. Pepsi is a businessman. So we can't go by what we see in media and on marketing and stuff. And I don't blame the business people. I really don't. They're trying to make a living. If you don't want my product, don't, don't mess with my product. Don't you don't have to eat my potato chip? But I'm not gonna stop selling it because oh, it's bad for you. Well, it's not bad for you if you eat it, if you eat it moderately, right? But of course, today we can't. We, we're so empty inside. There's no God around, so we so empty. So we gotta have that whole bag of chips, <laughs> right? We gotta have that whole big old two helpings of uh, chili cheese fries with chili on it, right? And we got to go have two or three hamburgers at McDonald's because we're empty inside. And so that is what I'm trying to say. Erectile dysfunction is the same way. You can cure your erectile dysfunction on your own if you just want to take the time and do it right. But see, guys, what they go do? Go get the blue pill. Well, this pill, I can I can get an erection in like five seconds, you know, and last, you know. But then the pill is bad for you. It causes price toxic to your system. So anyway, that's all we have for today. Um, on the next show, we'll cover category three, which is the spiritual cause of a sexist marriage. And I like today, I'm glad you guys hung out with me. Uh, we had a little technical problems, as we always do, it seems like. But we will be back for our conclusion. Again, thank you for hanging out. Bam. 
Let's talk about your Catholic marriage problems. Weekdays, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on the Catholic Alpha Radical Facebook page and CatholicAlpha.com. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, all right, we are back. We are back, and um, just to uh, just to get more uh, that, and, and like I was finished my thought on doctors and stuff, um, and psychiatrists and stuff that give out medications and stuff. You know, man, like I said, they didn't used to be like that. Doctors didn't used to be. They really tried to help you, and really, doctors do want to help you, but when they when you come in they got this pill and they know if they say well just eat this and eat red they know that nobody listens to them on that and so what do they just do they give you the pill which is really in the end it's worse for you but doctors they want to help you too so they want to they you want you if you want your pain immediately relieved go to the doctor and they'll give you a pain a, something or immediately relieve your pain if you're willing to wait and let that and, and heal naturally, let your body heal you. A doctor will help you do that if you tell them. But most doctors, man, they'll just tell you, look, man, you know, they, they assume that you want that pain. Like, really, what doctors are really supposed to be really meant for is trauma. It's trauma. So you get in a car accident and you're bleeding internally, then, oh, my God, you can't take a week to heal. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you to get help, you got to... You gotta get you gotta go to the emergency room and you gotta get that taken care of now. Or you break your arm or something like that, or you get a, you get cut by a knife and you got and your lung is pierced. I mean, you can't sit around and go, okay, body heal me. No, you got that's what doctors really are for, you know, for the trauma. Um, but on a day-to-day stuff to prevent you from getting cancer and diabetes and arthritis and all that kind of stuff. Doctors, a lot of doctors know how to help you heal, man, without medication. If you just tell them that's what I want to do, you know, doctor, how can I heal this without taking all this medicine and stuff? They'll help you. And if they can't, believe me, there's a doctor out there that can. You just got to find them. Okay. So, with that being said, thank y'all for hanging out today um, on the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Show. And as we all, uh, we're going to end as we always do with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. So go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare 
for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313 Radical. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.